I'm not familiar with this. <laughs> You're not a grunger. I'm not. I thought it was. Welcome, everybody. It's KIWR 89.7 The River Council Loves Iowa. Welcome at 69 degrees. We got some tickets to Incubus coming up. <laughs> Incubus. Come down to 72nd Pacific. We got them for you. Now it's Little Primus. Winona's Big Brown Beaver on 89.7 The River. The Morning Show. Shows about all her friends. One day you know that people tried to leave it, so she gave him up a cyclone fast. Along came Lou with the old baboons and ran as that smell. I've, I've never heard this. It's a jam. Showing a big brown beaver. So. Yep. Talking about a big brown beaver. It bites people. <laughs> it bites you. These guys are nuts. Primus. This is who does the uh, theme song to South Park. Is it really? Yes. No way. Yes. Yeah. Thought he'd take himself a peek. Look up the lyrics. It is weird. So this is actually the song when... Um, in San Angelo, pre-rodeo manager job years, uh, and they actually got woke up. Like, I mean, these people were partying loud. Um, I love the Hardens, but those people come to party. Yeah, and, they were uh, parked by me last year, asshole. <laughs> You're the <laughs> boss, and you parked them right by my trailer. Yeah, uh, no, in a good way. They're great people. They're good friends, and they like to hang out late, and that's cool. That's fine, but it was like four in the morning, and here's the funny story, because it ended up not being them. I hear the speakers to the cattle barn uh, on, and music start playing, and I mean, I mean, it's four in the morning. I'm like, okay, enough is enough. And again, I'm just music director at this time, and um, I get up, and last thing Wendy says is, please don't get beat up, <laughs> and I get on my golf cart, and I go around, and I drive it, because I know where the, um, the office is in the cattle barn. And I bust in there, and here's like this West Texas senior in high school, offensive lineman, probably going to A&M to play football. Six foot eight. Huge. 245. Farm kid that would just go through me like a wet sack. (laughs) And him and a buddy and two chicks, and they're in there playing music. And I'm like, ah. Damn it! Well, because you don't want to be get you beat up by you, a high schooler. You don't want to be the guy that says no. Well, and I go, I go, boys. I tell you what, if it's this time of night, I wouldn't be in a room playing music for these two. I'd have them out behind the trees. Now get out of here. You're being loud or something like See, that. You try to play it off as like, hey, I'm I'm on your side. Yeah. However, get the hell out of here. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I had, I had to come up with something fast because well, you know I blew in there like I was going to smoke some people down well honestly though like I'm we're sure they were just frightened even though you're younger than i am we're at the age where it's not cool like we want to be cool but at the same time we're caught in this horrific <laughs> vortex of like we're not in high school we're not in college but we're not 50 either because people remember us in the day where we would tear it up till four in the morning 
And then that's that's kind of the travesty of where we're at in this business is that we come here to these towns, you know, n- most time it's one week of the of the, you know, right? Not multiple weeks, but uh, but yeah. So uh, when uh, we blow in there and they're like, yeah, let's party. party. We're like, yeah. And then the thing of it is, too, like, okay. <laughs> um, not to like pump our own horns here, but well, we're pumping. Due to uh, Rump Chat being very successful, we, uh, me and Hamba were even on a golf cart <laughs> driving by <laughs> the cattle show, and a guy was unloading a ca- uh, big calf steer. He's like, rope and hand bone. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So the thing about it Some is. Some stock show dad. Yeah. And shout out to the stock show people, but and he was huge. He was a, was a cool dude. I hope he's our friend. Yeah, not yeah. like fat, like just big. No, he was a big bastard. But the thing about it is, like, we talk about partying on here, and then like we meet our fans that like listen to our stories about partying. They're like, "Yeah, rope and ammo party," and then <laughs> then we're also like we're parents and we have children, and we're like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna party hard until like ten, twenty now." <laughs> now, if anybody wants to party. You catch us on day off of life from noon to eight o'clock, and we'll party our ass off. Yeah, we will. We will drink anybody under the table from noon to eight. I want to discuss that <laughs> about the. Hold on, let me finish my story. Yeah, sorry about that. Because when I went in there and they shut it off, thank God those that huge kid didn't choke slam me. How about a kick your ass, Cambo? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I go back over and I'm like, damn, Cole. I'm like, come on, man. We're trying to. Cole's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. So I go to bed, and I, those kids came over, and they're like, oh, man, some guy just yelled at us. And, he's, and Cole's like, yeah, you, you're playing music. It's four in the morning, you know, because they. So those kids weren't with them. So here I did. I'm thinking that these kids are with the Harden party. Did they not know it was going through the whole uh, show? They part? heard it, but they didn't care. You know? Oh yeah, they 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 knew. They knew. They knew. So the next morning, I get, uh, I believe it was your, it might have been, I don't know if you were there. Anyway, maybe John Harrison. I ain't here. Somebody's barrel. Somebody's barrel. Yeah, that wasn't mine. Yeah, I put the, um, had the cover on it, and I put a speaker. I went and got a powered speaker out of the back of my trailer and pointed it right at Harden's trailer, (laughs) at Cole's trailer, and cranked up Primus. You did? I was just as loud as this would go. And it just cranked it. And Cole said he was laying there, and the socks were about what, halfway out. What time out was this when you cranked it? 7 a.m. Oh, no. And he said the socks were rattling off his feet. And, <laughs> and they're like, and they get up, and they're like, who is that? It's, it's Primus, like, Big Brown Beaver. They're like, yeah, they're like, it's the sound guy. It's Hambo. What? And I'm sitting there drinking coffee, staring at their trailer, sitting in a chair, listening to Primus. Suck it. But then I felt bad when I found out that those kids weren't with them. I was punishing them. <laughs> you punished kids that weren't even a part of the party. Well, I, I wasn't punishing the kids. I was punishing my friends who um, Cole runs the out gate, which is the worst job in rodeo. Yeah. Uh, the, let's the buy ranch. Gate. The buy ranch out gate. Yeah, the findranch.com. Findranch.com. That's right. So anyway, but uh, yeah, um, going back to what we were talking about with that big guy and recognizing the partying. What were we talking about? About partying. Yeah. Just, well, oh, okay. well, he was talking about like, man, rope and hand bone. Like, man, you guys party like, we like to party. We love to party. From noon to eight. But it's harder to party when you get older. Like, there's a lot of parents, and I know this because we've met tons of people through Rump Chat. And they're like, yeah, party. 
But like I'm 42 and you are like 16. Uh, but it's harder to party towards the end of the day. 39. I, I'm, I prefer day drinking, honestly, because yes. it's more fun. And then, like, you go to sleep at, like, 10 o'clock at night, and you're happy, and everybody's yep. and you, fun. And, yeah, and you and you get up, and you can wake up in the morning and not feel, you know, like total dog shit. Or it's like Jerry Camp always said, I feel like a wolf ate me and shit me off a cliff. Oh. What's, what's your favorite line when you, uh, like, you've heard from, People like the night after they get drunk and they're like, "Oh yeah, cat come up and shit in my mouth." The wolf, Jerry's line. The, there's like, like wolf there's, ate me and shit me off a cliff. There's several lines though. They're like, "Yeah, the cat shit in my mouth," or "Oh, woke up licking porcelain," like you know, talking about <laughs> I, licking a toilet. You ever heard that one? No, that one is a uh, one I've heard before. Like, hey, how'd you do last night? Did it do too good? Woke up this morning and. uh a homeless man shit on my face. Well, Brett Stahl, one time, speaking of Fort Madison, I had to... Brett Stahl. He was hugging the old porcelain god one night, and I had to go in the bunkhouse and take me a dookie, and, and about 2.30 in the morning, don't ask, chili dogs. But anyway, oh. I had to, I grabbed, I just grabbed him by his belt, and just, because, you know, Brett Stahl weighs like 103 pounds. He was the smallest dude ever. Just a little NFR bull rider from Minnesota. Minnesota. And uh, I just went and laid him in bed with his belt. I don't know if it was his bed, but it was. You laid him in a bed. You know what? That's the funny thing about bed. at Fort Madison. I never even went into the bunkhouse. And that's that's one cool thing about Fort Madison Rodeo. There's not a lot. Fort Smith, Arkansas does it too. There's a couple that has a bunkhouse. So when we Where's say. Where's Fort Smith? You talking it, about the building behind it? No, there's a Fort Smith bunkhouse. I've stayed in before back in the 90s, late 90s. Where? It's uh where the uh the dandies used to stay, like to the uh, north. To the north, where the pre- is it on the ground? Where the warm up arena is is where it used to be. The warm up arena, yeah, yeah. So well, the building right out back, yeah, like right behind the back pins, yeah. Oh, where the clown, where the locker room is, clown locker room. Yeah, so they had you know several Got beds you. in there. So like Fort Madison has a, a whole house dedicated to uh, the yeah, bunkhouse. There's probably ten. I don't know. Ten, ten beds in there? I remember uh, one time Sosby stayed in there. Like for the whole rodeo? For the whole rodeo. I did not and, know that. And, and Ralph Tackett was going, went over there, and they wanted they were trying to get him, you know, he was hired at Sydney, and they needed to sign the contract. They had to go in there, and they woke him up, and he sat up and signed the contract. And he says, okay, guys, thanks, and laid back down and went well, back to sleep. It's like it Sosby is. Those be tired. It is locker room style because all those I didn't like. I said I didn't go in there this year. I've went there in the past, and it is like single beds, like four foot wide. Not even four foot wide. Probably two foot wide. How many gauging? You've been to Fort Madison a lot. I got to go back for the first time in eleven years. Talk about that, because but you you killed it. I'm not just saying that. But it was free. That whole rodeo is unbelievable. I unbelievable. I love it. Um. I'm, I'm in, uh, Puyallup was great 10 years. Uh, and of course, the, the year I leave, it goes to be a finale, which is <laughs> great, but who cares? Um, but it was, no, the great people in Puyallup and uh, enjoyed my time there very, very much. And we just, uh, Benji and I just did a swap and uh, traded rodeos and worked out great for him. His stage business is going, blowing up. And, and, uh, and then I got to go back there. And it was like a homecoming. It literally was. And I made a post about it, but 
See, we that was where our high school state finals were. You're a natural fit at Fort Madison because you're an Iowa guy. Well, yeah, and, and that I like we high school rodeoed there, you know, made out with Bobby Reed's youngest daughter in the Did park. you really? Yeah. Does yeah, he know Shanna. that? Probably not. Probably shouldn't have said that. Well, too late. You're but, on, you're on right. No, sweet girl. Awesome family. Love them all. Um, good friends. But um, but there's so many good friends there. You know, like at Vegas, we really don't go. Like, the, the before we go, we have a club night, and it's always the Fort Madison crew. Chuck, Didn't Tony, you go with Ty, Fort Madison to the Josh Denning, he always pays. Wasn't that it's group the Ameri- that you went to <laughs> the uh, Denning Financial Christmas Party? But no, wasn't the the Fort Madison crew that you went to uh, Aerosmith with? Yes, there was a guy that couldn't go, and I got to go. They, they, I'm like, I'll pay for my ticket. Of course, no, I don't. Well, maybe I did, <laughs> but I know all I know is I had a sixty eight dollar uh, vodka tonic. How big was it? It was like forty eight ounce cup. Oh, God, and it was like so six, big. almost seventy dollars. Thank you, Josh Denning. Josh Denning, Denning Financial. But that Aerosmith concert. Was a badass, but anyway, but Fort Madison, they they have a one point three million. Literally, uh, it's a bar. That addition, they had, they built since I've been there. They put suites behind up 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 above the shoots, and we discussed that on the last one with Kevin Davis. Like, it's not suites. Like, it's oh, that's a couple, right. We did. We didn't say it's a couple cattle panels. The uh, we didn't talk about this because this was after we did Kevin, <laughs> Uncle Kevin. We did Uncle Kevin. We in Fort got to go watch the Iowa. They played on Saturday afternoon. They played the <sighs> Iowa Hawkeyes, Iowa State Cyclones. In the VIP, they had bartenders, eighty-five inch that, TVs. Yeah. I know I'm not trying to talk about. The, we but literally have. The it was last, so. We're in the last place. We have the worst offense. In I, college I don't want to talk about that. How terrible is that? The I want to talk offense. about the most fun though. Okay, okay. Like okay. having everybody in the VIP up at that rodeo was unbelievable. Yeah. it was. It was so much fun because it wasn't planned, except for the Iowa State fans. I we could have done without them. Like the the big girl that was named Sandy that had on the. G Jack said, "Go clones." I don't remember her, but she was I one just, of the bartenders. They'd always be like, "Ambone, how about that?" <laughs> Shut up. Well, but when you talk, don't be that fan. When you are such a hardcore Hawkeyes fan, people want to see you. That's why I don't like people watching games to, in public. Yeah, you did not do good because when you stood up and started throwing shit, and I even was I was screaming, like, "You suck!" At Spencer Petras, he is the worst quarterback in college football. I bailed. I went and played 007 Goldeneye on yeah. N64. With Scott, the head of security. Yeah. He literally had an N64 that you stole. This is how good Fort Madison, Iowa is. I didn't steal it. I'm going to send it back. We were, okay. ta- we were talking one night, and uh, for you all to know, Dusty Tuckness is who? Dusty Tuckness. Mm, never he heard of her. Is good at everything. I know. Everything. He's that guy. If he wanted to cut hair, he would be the barber of the year. Like, he's just stupid talented yep. in everything. And, and so, like, I'm always trying to find something that I can beat Tuckness in. Relationship. <laughs> well, he's going to find him a gal someday, <laughs> and he'll probably be married for longer than I. But so we were talking, <laughs> we were talking about... We were talking about dark video comment. games, and he said, I could beat you at any video game. And so I said, you know what? Uh, Nintendo 64, mm. 007, James Bond. The greatest game ever, only second to the, the uh, Super Tecmo Bowl. I don't know. Blades of Steel, maybe? I seriously think that 007 on N64. You're right. It was. It was because you could, you could, like, you know, the first-person shooter, and then you'd have the four screen. Yeah. I mean, how... 
How many hours in your junior uh, high, adolescent years in the basement of your buddy's house did you? We would play till I don't sun up. I'm embarrassed to probably say how much time I spent playing video games when I was in high school and college, but it was fun. I yeah, I was. It I was un- unbelievable. I again never a big gamer, but but that game there. We would go out to the Shaw's house, Dustin Shaw. Did you play, play on it pistols for, or yeah. oh, automatics? You, yes, you would always change it up. But when you got the golden pistol, the one golden shot, gun, one gun, yeah, one shot, and you would just somebody would die. Well, so the the way this whole deal started with Scott was actually was sitting out in front of your trailer, and uh, I told Tuck, I said, I guarantee you there's one thing I could beat you at 007. We started with Madden. Well, I could I could definitely beat him at Madden. You couldn't find your power cord. I know. We tried to play Madden on the side of your trailer, yeah, and it did not projector did not pan out. Damn it! Now, so anyhow, Scott goes. He was like the guy on a uh, Big Lebowski that goes, "You need a tow? I can get you a tow." <laughs> like he was the guy that no matter what you said, like if I would have said, "Hey, Scott, I need a, Walter Solcheck. I need a a right hand off of a uh, Cuban refugee," he'd be like, "I can have you one by tomorrow." So, I go, man, uh, if you could find us an N sixty four. With 007, that would be cool. He goes, I'll get one. Whatever. The next day, he come rolling up with one on Saturday. That was the worst part was he rolled up on Saturday when everything is partied out. And yeah, and, and Hawkeye game. Parade, the Hawkeye game, the parade. parade. Bl- Bloody Marys oh. during the parade. Which yeah, I got, Tell him about that. So tell what the committee <laughs> Take you they in took, Fort Madison. They took me down. Okay, the the parade is not a shitty parade in Fort Madison, Iowa. It's it's like a two hour parade. So there is a place where everybody watches the parade that is guns, cigars, ammunition, and a bar. It's the whole thing. And so the bar sells Bloody Marys, and it's right in downtown Fort Madison. So I go down there with Bob Huffman and, and his wife, and he's a staple of Fort Madison Rodeo. Past chairman Bob Huffman. He, he's a great guy. The I dude. Mean, he is your stereotypical 56-year-old white male. Like <laughs> 56? Is he not 56? No. How old is Bob? Uh, late 40s. No, man. he's 56. Anyhow, we go down there, and uh, everybody just starts slamming. Like Tara Johnson and Tony from uh, WM Trucking, <laughs> which Tara is wild as the Amazon man. blonde. She is a great lady, but kind of kind of scary. Like even for me, I'm I'm a little bit scared of her. So every, at the parade, they just start bringing out, um, and I don't have to be in the parade, which is cool because honestly, like I'm not a big fan uh, being a rodeo clown in parades come September. You know, after doing it from you know May and. Uh, we started drinking uh, Bloody Marys, and I mean, not just having like a sip. I mean, Bloody Mary living. So by the time the parade was over, I, I couldn't see straight. And no. I'm starting to tell random strangers that I love them. <laughs> and so the Saturday was rough, and then when the guy showed up with the M64, we couldn't find it, you know, because it's so old school. You had to plug into the side of the TV. We had to find something, so he goes and finds a TV in one of the VIP booths. So I call Tuckness, who's at his hotel, which he's got to fly 
four. Uh, he's got to leave at three o'clock in the morning on Sunday to go to Cedar Rapids to fly to Pendleton, and he shows up and kicks my vagina at double o seven. And that's a big vagina. So son of a bitch. But what a what a great rodeo, and we got through Fort Madison. Honestly, probably the best it could be because it was never really hotter than eighty two degrees. Now nope. on that's Saturday nice. night, Trace Adkins. From the new show, uh, Monarch. Trace, I'm Trace Atkins. He's got the balls. I'm Trace Atkins. He was the concert, and about 45 minutes after the last bull was bucked, and Trace was on stage. Two, they got an hour in. Was it an hour in? And they only had two songs left. And, and it, it but, rained. But that day, it was supposed to start, like like the weather app had 8 o'clock, and it was going to start just douching us. We're like, oh, my God. So we ripped through this rodeo. Hour and 45. Ripped through it. And um, and then Trace got on pretty quick. And then with an hour left, it douched for about half an hour more. No, probably an hour. And I went up to the VIP and everybody was partying up there. And then you go down to the beer barn um, on the opposite side of the arena. Well, tell them about the beer barn because it's two different parties. Yeah, so um, usually they shut the VIP down, but they kept it going. That night, because it was raining, and people were up there just partying, so like, why not sell the beer? Because the beer barn was so full, because it was undercover, and it was raining, right? So, they let they left that open, but uh, the beer barn is just behind the grandstands, and it's just a big beer garden in a red barn, basically, metal building, and uh, they got a band and stuff that kicks up. Like a really good band, too. Yeah, a badass band. That guy was awesome. And then on midnight of Saturday night, they have a... um, the committee all gets up there and sings uh, family, tradition. family Tradition, to which they Benji would always sing it because Benji was in the Boys Town Ramblers, you know, for all those years back in uh, the Bad Company days. Del Rio, Texas. Yep, and, uh, and you know, he sings and plays the guitar, so he knew the words, and they're all like, you don't know the words? It's part of your contract. I'm like, no, it's not. But I get up you there, don't know I, that, I was I mean, the hype guy. You were the guy that just. I was the hype guy. He used to do that back in the day. I'd go, what's up? What's up, assholes? What's going on? Yeah, party. And I'm like, I said, this was just, I said this this year. I go, this was just released today. Fort Madison, Iowa is now one of the top rodeos in all professional rodeo. <laughs> Which it is one of the Which, top rodeos. So it was like on, uh, the, on but, the office when they're like, Dunder Mifflin Paper is now the official paper supplier of the NFL. And everybody starts cheering. Yeah. And so everybody's oh, like, yeah. everybody goes, yeah. Hell yeah, we are. And they're like pumped up. And I'm like, all right, you got to help us sing us because this is a family and we love tradition. Kick it. And that band just kicked it in. And I was, it was pretty awesome. Then I just eased my way off the stage. And, Country music singers. And then, uh, yeah, I stayed out till about 1.45 a.m. and had an 1,100-mile drive the next day with and my wife and our two-and-a-half-year-old What boy. about the day? Was that the Blech. night that you cooked the pizzas? That was the night before. I bailed on that. Dude. A frozen pizza on a Traeger, come in. A frozen pizza at 2 a.m., I don't care if you cook it uh, on the engine of a hot truck. It's good. Boy, it's pretty hard to beat those Tostitos. Oh, I was the hero. You were? I was. Tony and and a bunch of committee guys came over. Of course, they're drunk wives. Oh, my God. Pizza. Make us a pizza. Because normally we don't do that. Our point of this is we normally, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's like my family, my brother runs the tiny events there. My dad helps him. He comes over. My mom, 
Um, you know, it's uh, Fort Fort Madison is a family. It's a family affair. It's another one that you know we talk about Sykeston a lot. Uh, talk about a lot of rodeos, but it's definitely one that um, with great concerts every night, and um, you know had Flow Rida, which he was late, which was awesome. Oh, honestly, so he didn't leave Miami. There so was- no, let me back this up. During the rodeo, uh, like right when the calf rope started, Binion Survey does not get stirred up really during the perf. Usually during the perf, he's pretty. Unless Reba Mac pretty even kill, he runs up. He's like, "Flo Ride is not here. You have to stall." So I did not get to talk to Boyd or you. Yeah. So nobody knew. So uh, Binion says you're gonna do an act after the tie down roping. So I was like, "All right." So I run to my trailer, which is across there, and I get my Elvis suits to do the uh, Elvis dance off. Well, nobody knows it but me, because everyone's like, you know. <laughs> sticking to yeah. the deal. So, so Hambo's in the booth and has no freaking clue. And neither does Boyd. Boyd even tries to like lecture me a little bit. Not not in a bad way, but he's like, you're like, hey, shut up, big boy. He's like, land your plane. We're, we only got two left. I'm like, well, we're going to do this. Your, land your plane. Well, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, I can see it. So I was like, oh, we're going to do this in the arena. You know, so nobody knew. But Flo Rida, uh, the rodeo started at 7. Florida didn't get there till nine. He flew out. He private uh, got a plane, chartered yep. a plane from Miami to Burlington, Iowa, which was forty thousand dollars round trip via. Josh Denning told me that. So uh, he got paid eighty grand, and forty thousand that was for travel. Did, and that's it's, that's not a just a rougher story. That well, and so there was there was, uh, I guess there was like storms that come off the the, the ocean where Florida was just getting hammered. You mean Florida? Florida. Florida was getting hammered, and so he didn't leave. He didn't get wheels up till like almost seven, and landed at eight forty five. I know, but what did you think if you're doing a concert in Burlington? Had a police escort. I got a text from Rusty, the committee chairman over concerts. He's like, you're going to have to fill with music. And so I'm like, I'm used to Sykeston, which has the slowest concert set up ever. But they don't give a shit because I bet they sell probably $75,000 worth of beer. And that, While they're waiting. And that hour it takes to set up. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, and I'm like, no problem. And then, but it, they got their pretty, I mean, they, they come on pretty quick after, I guess, but. After he got there, but he got there, yeah, we ended at uh, 8.50, and he'd only been on the ground, like, he wasn't even in the car yet from Burlington, which is only, what, 20, 30 minutes well, away. Well, but I don't think that Flo Rida knew where he was, because he never really said the word Fort Mass. He kept saying, how's Iowa. everybody feeling in Iowa? That's true. And his, and his hype what, team. One time he said, they said Ohio. Yeah, well... Uh, Anyway, I don't know. But they had uh, two guys and a girl. They come out, and they, they all each rapped a, a song, you know, and then brought him out. He put on a show. He And then it's so funny because oh. they couldn't – you couldn't do – like nobody could get on stage. Like Nelly, like security was so tight. And Florida had people – probably, what, 30 people yeah, on Flo, stage. Yeah, Florida did the mom scramble at one point. <laughs> he yeah. did. But you know what? He had 30 Midwestern white moms oh, he on did. stage at one time. 
just dropping it to apple bottom jeans. When I say drop it, you say pop it. Drop it. Drop it. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't. It's like. Uh, 40-year-old moms were like. Other kids are at home with mom and dad, with grandma and peepaw, and, and, and mom's on stage. There's 38-year-old moms on stage. There's Bridget and Charlotte, mothers of three and four, up there popping it like it's 1996. And Jackson and Peyton and Braxton. And Apple bottom jeans, uh, boots with the fur. My 40-year-old mama was looking at her. That was so funny. But, you know, honestly, you the one thing that kind of pisses me off about concerts like that, like I'm all for concerts at rodeos, and I've got to see some great ones. But think about this. As a rodeo clown, if I say the wrong thing in the arena, oh yeah, I am fired. Gone. The committee will fire me. The Facebook community will hate me. If I if I walked into the arena and go, how you uh, feel? I'm out. What's up, mother? Yeah, truck, truckers. Now, if you wait, if if the bull ride gets over and within ten minutes you have a concert. That guy can come on stage and say whatever he wants, as vulgar as it is, and everybody says, and it's no big deal. Like, I've been there. You know, hey, I've been, hey, how's everybody, when I said, how's all the fat guys doing? Where's all the fat guys at? I cannot believe the rodeo clown said, where's the fat guys? My son is overweight. When he said, where's the fat guys? Now so mean to that clown. But then, if you wait 10 minutes after at a concert, you have Sublime, and... I'm um, the, uh, headset, so if you don't want to hear sublime. the F word, shut it off. Yeah, and Austin that one year when they go, how you motherfuckers feeling? And everyone's like, the same people that are at the rodeo heard him say that. And they're That's like, been a long time ago because the lead singer has been dead forever. Well, he was, they was there probably 2008. Yeah, okay. But you know what I'm saying? is like, it's how, how can they say the F word within 10 minutes of the rodeo being over and it's okay? But if I say the F word... It's the, yeah. it's the same thing with 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 uh, sound levels, you know. During the road, you're like, "My God, it's pretty loud. I can't hear shit with that damn announcer." And, and then and then and then the same music. people are standing in front of the speaker stacks <laughs> at the concert. Yeah, it's like this is awesome. I don't get it anyway. I don't know, but I you know nothing against Florida. I he was he, he made it though. I don't think he was as good. Like, if I'm going to evaluate rodeo rap music, yeah, I don't think he was the best. No, he wasn't. I would say number one, Ludacris. Ludo kicked ass at San Antonio. Number two would be Nelly. And I would tell you what, number three, which is a huge number three, was at Sykeston this year. Little John yep. killed it, as we've talked about already. But did, I mean, like, those did guys. Did you like Flo Rida better than T.I.? Uh, no, I thought T.I. was better. Florida yeah. was towards the towards the end of that, you know. But There's a lot of energy, though, in that show. You can have whatever you like. Okay. I'm not against any of them. I just, I mean, like, if we're going to rate shit, you know. But it, it's been fun. It's been what a good What about Aaron, uh, Aaron Lewis? <laughs> Which, actually, funny thing about you say that is my best friend from home, uh, Jeff Greer. Is a huge. Uh, Jeff knows music. You yeah. don't, and he loves he loves the guy from Stained. What's his name? Aaron Lewis. Yeah, I don't. I see that's how I'm on the outside. That song just takes you back, though. But like Jeff, Jeff literally, me and Jeff never fight at all, and because you know we're 
we're we're hometown buddies, but he got seriously pissed off because he's the. They don't even really listen to Rub Chat sometimes, but he listens to the one where I'm talking shit on Aaron Lewis. Mm-hmm. And like he pulled me aside one day and was like, "Hey man, I want to talk you about Aaron Lewis." I'm like, uh, Jeff, I'm not going to start liking Aaron Lewis, you know. But but also at the same time, I don't want to be the Cowboy Channel fan group that hates Aaron Lewis. Are you going to play Aaron Lewis? I will. Uh, I cancel my YouTube $11 a month, so now the commercials play. I'm not against Aaron Lewis, but what I'm saying is like. But this song, I'm telling you, it. it uh, oh, man. I Freshman year of high school, sophomore maybe. So when this song would play, what would you think about when you shut your eyes? It was just so cool to hear. You're on the pet because bus. Because this is like the you know, the acoustic version. Well this I guess it's not, but anyway. And you oh, that's music, bro. No, it's not. He's, you would love him. All he does is smoke cigarettes and sip whiskey. I do like that. And he's all American. It's like, don't tread on me is like his motto. It's his battle cry. But it, and he just shows he, up. He's whiny. And he's got 10,000 people in Sykeston. And he's got a guitar. One stool for him. One stool for his whiskey and his cigarettes and ashtray. And does it. Does the deal. Now, can, what else can go? Who else can go ninety minutes like that and go acoustic and entertain ten thousand people and not one person leave? Bob Dylan. Touche. This is the song, man. This was just like you just think, you know, and you, teenage you, angst. Yeah, you drum them up all the bad shit that's happened to you. You got to, you know, you're, you're this girl you like is making out with your buddy, and Miss Woodson's because a bitch. there's only three hot girls in the whole town, and you don't really have much choice unless you got to go 28 miles to Glenwood. Okay, can I can I uh, try to one up that song? Yes. Okay. Was that was that your go to song in high school? No, but it was. Know, I don't know what my go to. Okay, so you know what we've never gave a lot of props to? Metallica. Oh, man. Come we on. We talk about rocking. We've never you're, you played. You know what? You're right. We've never played any you're Metallica. Right. And I'm going to tell you this. Which one? The best song in the history of songs. Inner Sandman? Was Inner Sandman. Yeah. Have you seen the music video? Oh, yeah. Have we talked about that with the Black Peterbilt? The 379 Pete tops the hill. That kid is in a bed. Yeah, yeah, it is. This is one of I. This song, if you went to high school and played football in the nineties or 2000s. oh my god, this is loud as, in the locker as room. your boombox would go. I love this jam. I, I I play it. I could play this every performance and not get sick of it. How can we've not played more Inner Sandman on Roadhead? This is just like this transcends multiple. Decades though, because this would have been—I don't know when it came out. Early '90s, probably. Ninety-five? No, no, ninety-two. I had a uh, Metallica T-shirt when I was in fifth grade. Oh man, was it '92? I don't know. It's not saying on this. Here's the drop-off. Here it goes. Oh, yeah. 
I could go run through a wall <laughs> in, in Class A football in Iowa, smallest class of football. You know, we need to have Tallman. Bring it on, Farragut. We need to have Tallman read the lyrics. I tuck you in. Oops. See. Off within, keep you safe from sin until the sand and then, and then you comes. go And then you go the opposite direction, and they could drop it down and play. Trust I seek and I'll find in you. This is one of the greatest albums of all The Black Album. Has to be one of the greatest albums of all time in rock and roll. Wasn't there a drummer named Lars? Lars Ulrich. Lars. Lars. Do you feel like Metallica has been cheated in the history of rock and roll? Well, they're the ones who fought Napster. They're the ones who sued Napster. Because we talk about Motley Crue and, and Def I agree Leppard. with them, actually. I hated it back then, but I'm like, you know what? I agree with it now. I get mad when somebody steals a beat from me that I'm playing that I did not create. <laughs> when you play a beat in a rodeo, it's not even yours. It's not even mine. Hey, dickhole, it's not yours. <laughs> Nothing else matters. Oh, you just play this and just trust I seek and I find in you. Man, that is We're getting into the music now, people. If you don't like us singing, Boyd. Boyd. (laughs) Boyd hates when we sing. But, you know, when I was in... uh, See, I'm going to go a little different. Go ahead. What about Master of Puppets? Oh, yeah. That was actually in Stranger Things. And you haven't watched the, the end of Stranger Things, but in the end of yeah, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. The last two episodes of Stranger Things, Master this, of Puppets. This guitar riff. I feel like I could ride it bodacious when they play this. Holy cow. Master! <laughs> Kids listening with your parents right now. Like I said before, this is called music. Master of puppets. And then they break it down. Master! There's so many on here, though. Anyway. How come we've never played more Metallica? I like, don't actually look back. I feel like an asshole that we've not played more. You know, you're Metallica. right because they're one of the greatest bands of all time, in my opinion. Uh, speaking of one of the greatest bands, while you are still looking at Metallica, I've decided what I'm going to get on my new console cover from Jimmy Lee Leather. Jay Lee. Yeah, I'm going to get a. Uh, it's going to say "Out to Get Me," like the. Uh, Guns and Roses, out to get me! It's going to say out to get me. It's going to have the appetite for destruction. Skulls oh. with the cross on it. Yeah, so mm. that's kind of fun. So, but um, with me in high school football, my like junior, senior year. Is it one? No, no, no. It's not Metallica. It got a lot heavier in these years for me because there was a couple guys that uh, upperclassmen that just jammed to this you stuff. You out-heavied Metallica? Uh, yeah. Um Freaking commercials. Can we charge this YouTube account to the Rump Chat account? We can. <laughs> Let's ask for it's the only thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In the dingy basement of the Sydney gym, getting ready for football. 
I don't feel like this is hard as it could be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep listening. You're down there, a bunch of white boys. In their, oh, yeah. In their jock straps. Oh, yeah. In your jock straps, your mom bought you at Walmart. And Coach Eitz been taping ankles, who's been taping ankles since my mom was in <laughs> high school. You guys think you're so freaking hardcore. Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be the guy that played the uh, the keg. Oh, can yeah. you play one? Do you have... We got to play one. Because that was... If, if, if anything, at the end of the day, one, my Metallica, was every senior in high schools. Oh, yeah, it has this. Skip ahead. We had uh, Chris Carter, Dusty Spore, Homer Espinoza, Jose Morales. Where? Dude, how can anybody listen to Rump Chat not want to download this? And look at them. Oh, it's a great song. Do you ever listen to the S&M album where, uh, it's not what you think, S&M, <laughs> but um, where they where they have the, uh, is it the Boston Symphony or somebody? Yeah, it is. It is cool as shit. Well, you know, honestly, those guys are artists, like. They are artists because they, they rock and roll. Like, that would be tough. But in those years, and I, I think we might have got into this in that one early episode we did. I don't know. With, uh, but the music, the, the, the late 90s, early 2000s music that made no sense. Um, I feel like Metallica made sense. No, I'm not I wonder when the last Metallica album was. Oh. I'm, I'm out of the loop. Uh, five... Six years ago, maybe. I don't know. Oh, my brothers, I wish for but death. What, so that was your Metallica. Was you high school? Well, you were ninety nine. I, I was a ninety nine. But yeah, we played one, like uh, from Metallica in the locker room. Like it's so looking back, I know it's so lame now. But we'd shut the lights off in the locker room at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. We had a game at like 7 and we just listened to Metallica just as hard as you possibly could. <laughs> what? I mean, it's it's dumb now. I get it. Like Looking back on all the dumb shit you do when you're younger, I, I wonder if we're going to look back at me and you now when we're 50 and be like, remember when we used to sit in your trailer and do rump chat? How stupid were we? Like, um, it could happen. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Metallica wasn't your go-to in high school football? Um, it was one of them. It was one of them we would definitely do. Um, I'm just trying to go through. Oh, my God. Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember Savage Garden? Which one was Savage Garden? Um, hold on. Oh, the stupid commercials. Here you go. Oh, my God. This is a complete 180. Oh, come on. Every, our listeners, I, our I age. Love, I loved it. I want to be your fantasy. Oh, my God. Oh, God. T- 
talk about high school rodeo dances. Did you guys have high school rodeo dances? We did. Rubbing belt buckles to this bad boy. Hello, Megan Yazel. You know what's funny? Like, last week uh, on Memorial Week or Labor Day weekend, we took out my nephew, Jace, which I love him to death. Uh, All my nephews, but Jace and Jaden Sneeberger. And Jace is a badass. He was 7'9 and 8'1. I saw that. At a high school rodeo. But so we rented a boat and we went out. and, and the hard thing about getting older, um, like I'm in my 40s, I don't feel like it's that far away, you know? And so Jace, where he's a senior in high school, and like tonight they're playing over by Tulsa at Sand Springs. Like, I don't know if they realize how fun their life is right now. I know. And, and I, but they, I try to remind myself, like, I hope that I remember how much fun rodeoing is right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, for, for Jace, uh, it, a phenomenal football player at Ponca City High, Poe High, Wildcats. Um, my niece, Callie Joe, who's a standout soccer player. Like, do you think they're going to look back at their songs? Like, what what the the songs now I don't feel like can compare. No. And it's – you always had that guy – oh, thank God the AC is actually cold in here um, – you always had that guy standing at the sidelines, just like beating his chest, just just wishing he could be out on that field one more time. Uh, I think that might be me now. Like I, I had the best time in high school. My senior year, I my schedule lined up to where I had like two study halls, and so I jacked around more than anybody ever should have. I believe it. Um, I so much. That I they end up putting me to work like I'd fill the Pepsi machine. <laughs> I served the first lunch. <laughs> I, all your buddies are coming through, and you, you have guys your want ice some cream. extra pizzas. You know what's amazing? How much things you can serve with an ice cream scoop. Yeah, your lunch ladies. You ever notice how, how they could serve steak <laughs> with with an ice cream scoop? Oh, uh, with the, when you hit the button, yep. it like scrapes yeah. the <laughs> yeah. Gross. And then we had our, our our high school secretary. They were apparently kids were taking too much ranch, and so you she would punch your ticket, and then she had the big giant ranch bottle, and she had with the plunger on top, oh. and she would give you two squirts, <laughs> which is kind of funny to say out loud. Yeah, what's on your shirt? I swear it's just two squirts of ranch. <laughs> Oh, Lip Biscuit. Yeah, this is another that one was right a, here. That was another one of my senior years. This one right here. The Nookie. This was supposedly about Christina Aguilera. What would have ever happened to Fred Durst? I did like this video when they all started just beating the shit out of each other. You seen? You need to watch that Woodstock 99 documentary. I implore everybody on Netflix to watch that Woodstock so 99. Funny, funny thing. Oh, my God. Ferg texted us at 7.58 this morning about it. Reject. Lip Biscuit. The red backwards baseball cap. The way with my paint. Play. Hey. Hey. On oh, this, you just... Jamming and then you're ready to just beat the f- piss out of your friends. 
Oh, what? Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I was about to drop it. Yeah, I had a Ford, a 1989 Ford Taurus maroon. Did you just have this cranked up as loud as possible? Oh, yeah. And it, it was just a terrible sound system, you can imagine. Okay, but, uh, here it comes. What genre would you put Limp Biscuit in? Because it's not heavy metal and it's not like... Well, there's probably a word for it, but um, it's like rap rock. So, here's the thing, though, too. Like, besides just the mainstream music, uh, a lot of people that know me well will know this, but my favorite band growing up from the time I was fifth grade, which is funny because Brandy Welker, who uh, is a good friend of mine, um, she said I was going through a phase. Uh, I watched a Woodstock documentary with Mrs. Bill's class when I was in fifth grade, and I was introduced to the Doors. And I became a Doors fan, and I am a huge Doors fan to this day. Matter of fact, there's not a day goes by that I don't listen to a Doors song. Really? And Brandy kind of a bitch sometimes and she's listening to this probably when randy so suck it you know <laughs> but she's like you're going through a phase you don't really like the doors i had <gasps> doors posters everywhere when i was like a freshman in college how dare you and she's like you this this is not gonna last and i am now 41 years old and i still rock the doors constantly because i in the documentary when I heard Light My Fire from the Doors, it totally changed my life. Jim Morrison of the Doors was just phenomenal to me. Like, music totally changed my life. And that's one thing, like, you know, I'd like to talk about Motley Crue and all, you know, our rock bands. But, like, you go back to the old days, the Doors, the Guess Who, Jim Coker, you know, like, on the original Woodstock, uh, not Jim Coker, um, the Coker. No. What would you do with our song? Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker. I mean, man, he was the first singer of Woodstock, the original Woodstock. And if you've never seen that documentary, I've said it on here like five times. That's yeah. unbelievable. It's so cool. But you need to watch the new one because the peace and love, how that guy, like, you know, the really guy tripped out of his mind and, like, took care of people. The freak-out room guy. Yeah, the freak-out room, but kept people safe and did all that, and everybody cared for each other. Not in 99. See, shit I, went I south. I don't remember shit about Woodstock 99. I'm going to go in a different direction here. Hit me. This is earlier. We'd have been pretty young, but this right here was a huge movie and um, end up being an even bigger song sometime oh my god the 90s kids just shit their pants coolio as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I think you look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been banging and hanging so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I never crossed a man that Coolio. 
me be treated like a punk You know that's unheard of You better watch Michelle Pfeiffer is so hot And how you walking Oh you and your homies might be lying You know what sucks I really hate the truth How do I know the words to this? As a cloak with the trip in the pistol smoke, fool. I'm the kind of cheater, little homies wanna be like. On my knees, knees in the night, telling tears to the street light. Wasn't this a badass song? It was, but like, wasn't Michelle, uh, the Sarah Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer? She went to an inner city school, yes, to do research on this role. I would implore anybody who's not seen Gangster's Paradise movie to watch it. It's a oh. good movie. Everybody at Fairfield High School. Jason Dream. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my tin in my hand. In the- I guarantee this thing. Everybody at Fairfield High School had this on CD in a CD case. And oh, then, and then even a little bit before. This is a little bit before, but um, so I always give credit to my sister Lisa because she's the one who brought rap music into the Hilton household. I love Lisa. She's yeah. so hot. I'm in it again, way. Sorry, Cindy. <laughs> this right here. Damn good. And this come for gu- uh, Young Guns. Young Guns. Young Guns one. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. More Jews was on the streets, trying to consume. So just about this was rap music. So rap music. Phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a corpse. Just boy. I'm telling you, this is, um, you can get in, I call it the YouTube swirl, where you just keep going round and around, and you can just, you just get into music videos, and I just love it. You know what, though, like, do you think that kids today, I start playing this, and if anybody starts playing this rodeo, you are a complete poser. Because this, now we're getting back into high school. Hey, would you play this at Fort Madison? Everybody's saying it. Paula. Shot caller, 20th play. On him, Paula. Paula, get laid tonight. Swish and roll tight, got spray behind. Everybody's saying this at the rodeo. And then <laughs> the, the best line of the whole weekend, though, you had it. Boyd got, you're like, that guy, uh, Boyd uh, pulled a guy over. And he had like a. American flag cut off <laughs> shirt and a mullet and a just a rolled up Tim McGraw hat, drunk, and he sings it and he's like, Sound boy, hit it again. So I I, I recued it up and um, he just screams it into Boyd's microphone. Oh, he did. And <laughs> Rump goes, If Bush Light was a human, it'd be that guy. <laughs> Everybody knows this though. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it here. Making money the flyway, but there's gotta be a bed. Bala, I'm a 20 inch collar, blades on Impala, diamond rock wallet. <laughs> Which is funny because I don't know if you know the boys from Hoxie, Kansas. 
like Jeff and those boys, they send me these videos of them like swathing hay to the song. I know. <laughs> because it does. It takes like our age group back. Feeling pretty good. Got my money in my hood. And every age group has the songs do you think that, that take them back to a certain time. And this takes me back to my high school Do you year. think... Do you think any of these guys ever, when they wrote these rap songs, that they thought that 40-year-old men would be in a hayfield in central Kansas just jamming it out loud as hell? You know? No. You know, uh, this song isn't really a 90s song, but if... That was weird. Sorry, I hit a button. What'd you do? I hit the preview button. Sorry. How about this one? Oh, my God. Whitney loves this song. She can... This is such a high school dance song. Oh, yeah. Everybody would always look at me because I'd wear a cowboy hat. You were so cool, number 13. Me and Micah, Bob. Ugly Bob, ugly Bob Ehrlich. Old Ugly Bob Ehrlich. Okay. Here's the one you. But it's funny though. We gotta listen to this because Whitney will literally rap the woman's part in this. Was Whitney? Did she get down to this song? She back did. In the day? But I don't know when. I, I wish you had your phone. You could Google this. Here, hold on. Whitney can rap them. Oh yeah. Right here. She was hotter than the barrel of five, but I could use her for the job, so I took Hold her on. Right now, God, that kind of turns me out thinking about when he's singing that part. <laughs> I tell you, she does. She gets them. <laughs> I can't see Whitney singing that. Oh. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness! Oh my God! This is this is too much. We talked about Bone Thugs in the in the last one. We did. that that's another one. Um, and the No Diggity, No Doubt for sure. Anyway, what's oh, wrong? What's wrong with it. playing the '90s songs though? There's nothing wrong with it. Ghetto Cowboy. Ghetto Cowboy. I need to I need to remember that beat. You know what though? Uh, Tupac. Uh, we played that on the Jeff Rector. Uh, edition of Rump Chat, I Get Around. Honestly, when I think of all the Tupac songs, I Get Around is one of my favorite ones. And when I was trucking hardcore for Servies in that Black Peterbilt, that's the only thing. We just, me and Jimmy Lee and sometimes Chuck, we would just, oh, big timers. You know what? I honestly wanted to get this put on my trailer. Hood Rich. Because <laughs> all my money's spent. But I'm okay. Because I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Oh, God. This is so great. Hood Rich. Oh, wait. Back that up. This one? That is the song of the 90s. If you did not grind on a person you didn't know while being horribly sweaty, <laughs> then you did not live in the 90s. <laughs> what would happen when you grind on them? You just sweat. You just waller like 
two lay a clam, like two bowls just in a back pen. Oh my just, God! Like just two cash bowls, money, two bowls in the back, back just two bowls just sweating. Nobody even oh. knows the words. No, hey, hey, hey! But you act like you did know, because you were no, cool. You, if you did. You know. just hump. You just hump. <laughs> Who humps? The rump. This, this is so my brother. I think I've told about this. Did he hump this, to this song? No, they, well, I'm sure he did. But back in the day, my brother was skinny and a pimp. He got chicks everywhere. Me. I was more selective. I was saving myself. <laughs> My tummy hurts. <laughs> you know, you put it in your waistband, it feels good. But um, so he had a house out in Percival, out in the country. Like, I don't know, eight miles from Sydney and with, with some buddies. And I mean, gals would come out of like, Glenwood, beautiful girls. And they'd come down and, you know, People from Hamburg and all the Southwest I would converge on this, you know, 800 square foot house, and it had a deck on the front. And what, one night, it, it the, wasn't the deck a big deck. Fell. <laughs> the deck fell, like came off. Too much booty on it. Yeah. But this right here, oh my god. What a run the hole, yeah, run the hole, yeah. Oh, right here. Oh. <laughs> Shake your ass. Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Shake your ass. Show me what you're working with. Shake your ass. This was the, the era of the Shake of the sweatsuits. I came in with the mic in my hand. Don't make me leave me with my foot in your be cool. I wonder what mystical's doing these days. He's actually on the rodeo comedian sites. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. Oh, you know what? One other song. Okay, here's another band that gets left out of the '90s when when you talk about mainstream rock. You know who gets left out a lot? Outcast. Oh my God! Oh, Rosa Parks. That was another song. Oh, the nightlight, where everybody would do the hand clap. Like, yes. Did you ever jam out to Rosa Parks? Do you remember the first time that? That you heard Outcast, Andre 3000? Yes. Um, the first time I was uh, 14 years old. Fuck. Oh, I'm just kidding. Fart you. I'm you were that this, young. I'm waiting for this McDonald's commercial to go. Oop, McDonald's owes us $1,000. Video, man, we need to crank it back up. We need your drones out there, man. You know what I'm talking about? 30s and polish, everything. Put your pimping down, man. What's up? I'm with that. I'm with all that. But I'm telling you what. This is actually how you and I talk on the phone. This is Jeff Rector talking to me on the phone. It's that time, folks. Let's do it. All right, then. Let's do both of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. This has got to be one of the best songs ever. Everybody moved to the back of the bus. He's wearing shoulder pads. I wish I could be friends with Andre 3000. 
the type of people made the club get for. Many a day has passed, the night has gone by, but still I find the time to put that bump off in your eye. Total chaos. Yeah, that's a that's another one. That that takes me back 20 years. Big time. I, I wish. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to massage your foot. Bulldog and hoes like the Georgetown Hoyas. <laughs> anyhow, what? Awesome. Anyhow, when in doubt, when in doubt, I bought it because I thought it would be rocking, but. Oh, Miss Jackson. These guys were hot. Ooh, I am from. What hat? What? Where did they go? Well, um. Who's the skinny one? Is that Andre? Andre. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he was he's in a four, semi-pro. Yeah, and Four Brothers. And the, is it Four Brothers or just Brothers? Four. Yeah, Four Brothers. You know, it's crazy, like how these bands like come on and change your life, and then they just they just go away. They just go away. Which, like, if you look at the '80s music. Uh, one song that I heard the other day on the way down here was, um, it was from, gosh dang it, I think it was from uh, Napoleon Dynamite, the, the end of it. Uh, God, what is that song? It was just golden and beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. When in Rome, The Promise. <laughs> so we should actually end every Rome chat with the song The Promise. Oh, I love 80s too. Oh, 80s is <laughs> huge bushes, <laughs> jean shorts. There was definitely no lawnmower 4.0. The manscaped was and not manscaped alive. was not alive. This is good. If you need a friend, don't look to a stranger. You know. This type of 80s music just makes me think I'm in Buffalo Bob's cellar. That guy looks as hot as a chick. This music video. We've got to do that show where we just play music videos and talk through it. Whoa. Win in Rome. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, can I throw one on my my little boy loves from the eighties? Yeah. So it's the number one song, and you should actually know this since you are in the business of hiring uh, carnivals. You know what the number one carnival song is? No, I don't. Okay, you're. This is not a joke. Educate me. Tarzan Boy. Oh, yeah. It is the number one song of every ride across the country. Tarzan Boy. If you've ever rode on a tilt-a-whirl at a state fair or any anywhere they have it, you've listened to Tarzan. Did you know no, Tarzan that, that, Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, when I took Bandy to, uh, and he got on the tilt-a-whirl, this song started playing. I had never heard it. So I Googled it. And this is like a I, huge song within oh, the huge carnival. Baltimore. You don't know Baltimore. So hit him with a hit him with it. 
All right, everybody, put on your seatbelts. We're about to go. All right, everybody, uh, go ahead and buckle up here. We're going to get this ride going here in a second. All right, or if you're if you're at San Angelo's Carnival. Okay, everybody, uh, put your belt buckle on. We're going to take a ride. But it's the best carnival. So clean. <laughs> Huge. They have matching polo shirts. Italian amusements. Great carnival. Talk about weird music videos. Wow, we digress. No. Oh. Because <laughs> you can see the tilt world going around to this. But I'll tell you, the, the, the biggest pimp of the, the 80s. Oh. Rick Ashley. You got you just Rick rolled me. So Foo Fighters brought him on a couple years ago in the stage. No shit. Yeah, they brought him on. And they're like, this is the baddest son bitch we've ever met. And they played this. I'm surprised nobody's done a mashup with this. I'm sure there is. Actually, I think this there's is a every beat. guy with um rolled up. Khakis, Pepe jeans, penny loafers with no socks on. What was what's, the, what's the shirt with the little gator emblem on it? I don't know. Come on, Ted Harvin, you're yelling it as you know right now. With the with the collar popped, it's pastel. Was the uh, the jeans and Lee Cavaricis? Oh yeah. <laughs> Pepe jeans. Just a. Is it a better time? Reaganomics? I think so. I don't know. Rick Astley. I wonder what Rick Astley does like now. Like, But he was on like a Pizza Hut commercial or something. Who's your favorite 80s guy? Rick Astley. <laughs> this is your favorite 80s guy? I don't know. But he makes a lot of good points. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna t- say a lie. Never gonna say goodbye and hurt you. Like he he makes a lot of good points. Like right there. I like that he states all the things he's not gonna do. <laughs> oh, never gonna tell a lie. Did you ever oh, get a man. Did you ever get a boner? Listen to Fleetwood Mac. No, me neither. <laughs> Not even uh, landslide. <laughs> no. I didn't either. <laughs> oh, what was this one? Did you ever get <laughs> when you climb? No, no. I don't. I don't. I don't think I ever got a boner. Listen to a. Uh, Stevie Dicks? No, uh, just a music. Period. No, not. Not even lately. This isn't what I thought. Never mind. Wasn't that the rhythm of the night? Anyway. Oh, Tarzan boy. Oh, yeah. Anyway. What about know. what we're, about we're, this one? We're, we're derailing. No, here. we're not. We're this is this is good. This is all of uh music. What about David Bowie? Yeah. Did you ever love David Bowie? No. 
Did you ever? No, he freaked me out ever since he was in the Labyrinth movie. Really? It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, so I didn't like it. What did you What did you ever think about Freddie Mercury? You know, didn't understand him until did later you watch on the in Queen life. movie? And the Queen movie was one of the, what is a great movie. It was a great portrayal of him. They didn't shove anything in your face. They made it about the music and the band. You know, not about you know he you know him being gay or anything like that. You know, like pushing that on you. You know, on the on the audience. Um, they the I thought the way they made it was very tastefully and very good. I thought and, that and the kid that played him was wow. I thought that that was I agree with that. Like I don't I'm not against Freddie Mercury at all. Um, because you know if you're gay that's cool. Like that's your thing. Like I'm not against it, but uh, he was amazing as an artist. Like if you don't unbelievable if you don't put anything against him at all. Like if you listen to all his stuff, Freddie Mercury was the tits. Mm-hmm. Um, Elton John, man, he's he's a gay guy. Don't care. Tiny Dancer is one of the best songs ever. This right here, this guy. Could, you talk about controlling an audience. Unbelievable. At Live Aid, July thirteenth, nineteen eighty five. Is he wearing Wranglers? Yep. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing thirteen MWs. Stonewashed. Unbelievable! What a dude. Unbelievable. If I try to do that, nobody would. <laughs> Just own the stage. Oh yeah. Wranglers. Looks like a looks like a young Lon Danley. <laughs> he does. And then like you know that. It wouldn't cost a lot to rock because that tank top's probably like three dollars. Those pants are like eight. The sad thing is, it wasn't long after that and he was gone. Really? Yeah. You know that Elvis died at forty-two. What? Elvis died at forty-two. I yeah. thought he meant in forty-two. No, he died at forty-two, which I'm forty-two. <laughs> Do you have to take a dump? <laughs> no. I'm not hooked on painkillers, but <laughs> thank God I'm not. Yeah, I know a guy. No. Uh, yeah. Elvis died at 42, and I didn't know that to the other day. Like, when me and Ashley were kind of hanging out talking about Elvis, because I'm doing the Elvis act, and it's worked out pretty well. But Elvis, like, at the end, he was pretty big and sweaty, like me. So that kind of makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. So this... Um, <clears throat> this... This sums up this song. I think sums up the '90s for me. Um, it was huge. I guess when I was really watching MTV, kind of when they had that. videos on. When, yeah, when MTV actually played music television. Um, 
This right here. This oh my. Is, this sums it up. Oh my god. Oh my god. I've always been a fan since this of acoustic like Did, guitar. Weren't these guys brothers that fought each other? Oh yeah. This is a golden tune. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. I mean, by now you should have somehow realized. This really what like got, got you, got me at least. They're very weird, the very British. They look British, but man, Oasis was good. They're awesome. Don't look back in anger. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. Liam and uh, Noel Gallagher. I didn't even look that up. So, but you know what? That, that, this song right here, this this sums up. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm going to one-up you on that. You're going to one-up me? Yeah. We're, we're, we're forgetting the one band that may have transcended all bands in the 90s. You too? No. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, God. Scar Tissue. Yes. Uh, my Friends. Flee. Yep, you know what? You're right. Um, this is one of the one of the guitar riffs that will live in infamy. Under the bridge. I, I challenge all kids, teenagers, if you're listening to this, put down your douchey ass music and listen to some Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Take your Jack Harlow and your Lizzo. I like Post Malone, but because he's a good dude. But pick up some vinyl and listen to some real music. Sometimes I feel even though vinyl was way out of date when we were the age. <laughs> it was CDs and cassette tapes. I like to picture Reno Rosser and listen to this, like in Marysville. Down Who by sings this? <laughs> You haven't made it in the rodeo business until you've ridden around with uh, on a boat with Reno Rosser and he flips a, through a song every 10 seconds and you have to name the band. I miss Reno. I do too. And the, but they, oh, you want to get back on the grunge. Um, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've always said that they need to be at Houston. She kisses the windy. That means licking your butthole. Really? Yeah. I never... She kisses the Wendy. <gasps> really? Yeah. It's like Whispering Eye. It's... You... Do you... She mi- kisses the Wendy. I guarantee that's what that means. You miss her Whispering Eye. <laughs> Say Whispering Eye. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And then, you know, I used to... My brother had a uh, 12-valve Cummins... Single, uh, yeah, twelve album Cummins Turbo Diesel. Why be stroking when you be coming with <laughs> a with a straight pipe? And I would play. Uh, oh God, the stupid commercials! My cheap ass. Oh, and see, this is what I love about YouTube because I, I already see in the next uh, videos it's taking us back into. You gotta say, I want you yeah. to, I want you to enjoy it. Here's why. 
Oh. Everybody, I, this could be a sing along. How long, how long will I slide? Or separate my side? I don't I honestly don't. I don't think that people nowadays, like kids, have this kind of music. It's definitely different. But you know what? The people listening to this that are the generation before us are saying the same thing about this music. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I listen to 80s or 90s because this is one of my favorite bands after, after you know, Incubus? late. I, yes. Incubus was one of your favorite bands. I love Incubus still to this day, JR. You don't know Incubus. You gotta, this guy can sing. We're back in the 2000s here. Uncertainty stinging clear. You know, you got the turntables. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's actually a pretty good jam. But, Allison Chains. that many times do you think that we like this because we're old or this is that good of music it's good music it is good but music it, again this reason that we got into all this is it takes us back to a point a point in time in our lives that we didn't have wives and children and well, but jobs but still like well i mean we all worked through high school but you know what i'm saying Alice Chains. Yeah. Talking about eight nineties bands. I mean grunge. This is this is a, here here here's here's the one we need right here. How about I never really talked about the war at all? Sorry. I asked him about Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Come on. There you go. If you don't just crank this up as loud as you can. Alice in Chains. Didn't the lead singer of this die from a heroin? Yeah, he OD'd. Lane Staley. You see the MT, uh, MTV Unplugged? No. It's a, it's a good... You need to... I would... I wish, that. I wish MTV would do more of the unplug like nowadays. It's about a Vietnam vet. What an iconic voice. Man, this video's trippy. You know what though? Honestly, he's a he's got a very good voice. Oh, it's 
iconic. Um, I, I just want to end on one guy as we wrap things up. Otherwise, we can go all night. But um, that's what she said. <laughs> um, this guy right here, as I think, probably besides um, Kurt Cobain, probably the most iconic voice of the '90s. Um, let me let me try to find the, a good one here. And, uh, yeah, and he passed away, unfortunately. From heroin, right? No, took his own life. Oh, um terrible. But, uh, you know, uh, Chris Cornell. Ah. And. Um, yeah, Black Hole Sun. And I think we might have played this in, the, in that early episode, but it's. Uh, one of my, his one voice. Of my, my favorite lines from this song is hang, hang my head, drown my fear till you all just disappear. Very weird video. The weirdest video when like the hot chick starts smiling and we did play this on that her episode, boobs start to melt. Yes. But he deserves it. This is um, it, it's one of those voices when you hear it, you know exactly who it is. There's no everybody now. Just boy. The song is so dark. It's dark, but it's it's also kind of fun. Oh God! See, this is what happens. That's what happens. Because this song right here. Oh my gosh. Better Sweet Symphony. Name the movie that made it famous. It's with, it's with uh, Josh uh, something. Josh, what's his name? Where he's on his knees and he can't, he can't find that girl. No. Reese Witherspoon's in it. She's a virgin and the guy gets to bang her. He writes a oh. manifesto. Oh, uh, cruel intentions! Cruel intentions. That was her real life end up being her real life husband, which they're divorced now. Hurt you was asking about you. Holla at your boy. <laughs> Would that be a get out of jail free card? Nope. Tanya Tucker's the only one, which actually is funny. <laughs> Since I've said that, like so. I got to choose Tanya Tucker over Reese Witherspoon. I would. You are seriously jacked. In the Here's head. the thing, though. Here's what I got to remember. I keep getting mixed up in this. That when I say I want to bang Tanya, Tanya Tucker, I forget that <laughs> there's literally 700,000 people that are going to listen to this. I've been to several rodeos. I've been... I've been in an airport and I walked by. They're like, "Hey, you're the guy from Rump Chat. Would you really bang Tanya Tucker?" And it makes it really weird. <sighs> but the answer is yes, I would right now. Yeah, in her state and condition. Delta Don, what's that rump you have on? <laughs> well, all right, everybody. Um, hey, we, am, we we're gonna get out of here. We we gotta stop. <laughs> oh my God! Thanks for going down a, a wild 
windy road of a musical journey. And Tanya Tucker's and puss. <laughs> <laughs> With three S's. <laughs> oh, we got to shut these yeah. microphones off. Yeah, um, we're done. Rodeopatch.com. All your uh, patch needs. Manscaped. Lawnmower 4.0. And um, clean it up. Get it right. Get it tight. Get it right so you can come to the Mirage. Mirage. What for Rump Chat? Well, Rump, that's the Rump Watch Party. Rump Chat is at the Singe Booth. Yeah. Come by me and him. Our- the Gold Buckle Beer Bar. We're going to be sitting around. We're going to be having some fun. With um, our sidekick, Jacob Moorhead. Jacob Moorhead will be in studio. We have not agreed on anything or We're not paying him. agreed to pay him anything yet. Those negotiations are still going on, and he's learning this as he listens to this right now. Anywho, we love y'all, and uh, please, please, please teach your kids good music. 90s. Hey. All right. Later, y'all. Bye.